This is the Dave Ellswick Show. I am, to your surprise, Robert Steinbuck, filling in for Dave. In the studio, in this studio, right now, Chris Corbin and Dan Sullivan. Dan Sullivan, a rep uh, out of uh, um, Jonesboro, running for state senate in a primary against... Cooper, what was John, it John Cooper? John Cooper. I always forget his first name. I don't mean to be insulting in that regard. And Chris Corbett, I'm going to raise it now because I think this is a related issue. Chris Corbett, who I want to run for state senate uh, when Jason Rapert uh, runs for lieutenant governor. So it's not this coming term, but the following term because I know Chris Corbett's going to be a, a great uh, state uh, legislator. Um, let's talk, Dan about what's going on in Jonesboro, what's going on in Craighead County, and why and how you're going to beat John Cooper. Because John Cooper is running as a Republican, and that's the only thing Republican about him. You know, uh, first of all, it's good to be here. Happy Hanukkah, and I appreciate <laughs> the invite down Thank there. Thank you. Um, you know, the same thing is going on in northeast Arkansas that's going on across the state. Mm-hmm. The Republican Party is moving away from many of our founding principles, not founding Republican, but founding of the nation. Indeed. And what our framers intended. And we're seeing that across the spectrum in the state. Uh, and, of course, John uh, Cooper, Senator Cooper, made a lot of promises when he first ran. Oh, didn't he, he was the didn't most he conservative. But and, he can't sign those checks. Well, I'm wondering when the when the uh, mailers come out this time, if he'll still be making those same That's right. statements. We live have I literally have a copy of a mailer from when he ran against you in the primary four years ago in which he said, I am going to oppose Obamacare. And when that vote came up, I think in the first year in which he was in, yeah. in office, he was one of the yes votes. Yes. You know, the, you, you um, and that's kind of the important part of what this campaign's all about, you know, and, and the Republican Party. One must be who they say they are. That's right. You know, we make you hear all kinds of promises. I promise I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. And I'm going to stand strong on the Second Amendment. Uh, the oh, Second yeah. Amendment comes up and we fall. If John Cooper, if John Cooper bumped into the Second Amendment in the subway station, he wouldn't even know who it was. <laughs> yeah, what are, you, are you the Fifth Amendment? Which amendment are you? Like that cartoon, I'm just a bill. He'd be like, you just, you're just an amendment. Which amendment are you? I never even met you. That's how little John Cooper knows about the Second Amendment. Well, you know, I, I don't, I don't um, necessarily disagree. <laughs> but I think, I think Republicans know what it is. Right. It's not a matter of knowledge. Right. You know, it's a I'm matter be, right. of are you, are you going to stand supportive. up He's not supportive. for the Second Amendment? That's And you mentioned in the earlier segment, you talked about God-given rights. That's right. And I think our our state and the Republican Party, many are hedging that uh, position that under, where they understand and truly believe and support that there are rights that are given by God not by the government. That's right. And our government continues to try to push those that idea. That's right. Yeah. Can I add a thought to that, by the way? Because I, you know, I work in academia. It's overwhelmingly liberal. We'll talk more about that later. But of, uh, and within the liberal context, there are a lot of people. There's a much greater percentage of people who don't believe in God. And my philosophy when it comes to non-believers is. You're entitled to believe whatever sure. you want. Now, I'm not I'm a believer, but you're entitled to believe whatever you want. And if you don't want to believe in God, uh 
then you can't believe in God-given rights. But I'll tell you this, even if you don't believe in God, the government's not the one giving you those rights. You better start looking somewhere else. You don't want to look to God? That's where I believe the rights come from. Look to the sky. Look to the earth. Look to anything. Don't look to the government because that's a bunch of other people telling you what you can do. That's not that's not a way to live your life. Yeah, that's exactly. And you know, that's one of the reasons we talk about having God in the schools. Right. You know, and, and John Cooper voted against allowing the Bible to be studied as a historical document. You know, I wonder if a if a student asked a teacher uh they they were studying the constitution. Right. That doesn't happen much as much as it needs to, Indeed. but when they're studying the Constitution and the Declaration in school, right. and the teacher says, you know, here uh, we are all created equal, right. and a student raises their hand and says, created, created by whom? Created. Yeah, exactly. what does that mean? How, right. do you, how do you talk in that context without right. talking about God? That's right. And when we're all created equal, how do you talk in that context with unalienable rights. Right. right. From about, where? Yeah, from, from where? where? Yeah, how does one talk about those without talking about God and a higher being? Right. And we've lost that uh, ability. We've lost the courage to stand up as teachers, as legislators, as school administrators, and say, I'm teaching the Constitution, and let me tell you what it says first. Right. I'm teaching about the Declaration, and let me tell you the foundational principle. It's that you were created by God and you were all created equally. When we can't stand up for that and stand up strongly, then we have no business being a legislator. And that's one of the primary differences between Senator Cooper and myself. You know, we had a bill to put in God we trust signs in the schools. Right. And John sat on the sideline, didn't even vote. Right. And By the way, that's a coward's oh, move. Oh, wait a minute. He did and a present? Yeah. I'm present. I'm present. What does that mean? Is that present? I don't care where you are. What, what do you have, that? the Starbucks? I'm present? That's a no vote. Yeah, it's, but it's worse than a no vote. You're do right. your job. People you want to vote know. no, yeah. stand up and vote no. People want to know how you feel about things. Exactly. It's like you. No, they don't have a hard time they, figuring out where you stand. You don't need the decoder <laughs> ring from the Cracker Jacks to figure out where Steinbuck is on an issue. He'll tell you. Yeah. But you know what John needs to do? He needs to grow a backbone peeking through that wisteria-colored sweater of his so that we know his positions. Enough already. Present. And what, present. 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 <laughs> and what he does, by the way, when he discloses his position is he dec- discloses liberal positions. Yeah. He's, he's against the Second Amendment, right? He voted against Stand Your Ground. He voted for Obamacare. He's These are not conservative positions. And... and too often what I see from him is not an independent individual. I want senators thinking for themselves, not taking orders from the Capitol. Yeah. And, you know, he also voted for the earned income tax credit. Is that right? Which is in the Democrat platform. Right. Now, if you're a Democrat and you like that, that's fine. Right. You know, just speak up and say, I'm a Democrat and I believe in the earned income tax credit. And I believe I'm against the Second Amendment. Right, right. And I believe in every tax increase that comes down, I'm going to vote for it's what I, John it, just needs to own it. He needs to own it. That's what I say about Joyce Elliott. You know, I, I, yeah. I've met Joyce Elliott several times. She's a wonderful woman, very nice person to talk with, and, and a very, very lefty. And But she says, these are my views. You don't, there's no doubt that where Joyce Elliott's positions are. So you can't say to her, you're being disingenuous. You can say, I don't agree with your lefty viewpoint, but you can't say you're being disingenuous. John is the worst of both worlds. He has the wrong opinions and he pretends to believe the other opinions. Well, you know, I'm 
I'm concerned about our Republican Party in yeah. that way. Yeah. You know, I brought in this little um, advertisement about Theater Squared, which is a theater building up in northwest Arkansas. Mm-hmm. They celebrate a campaign milestone and they announce a $2.9 million investment from the state of Arkansas. You mean mean I just paid, I just bought a theater? I just, I just wrote a check to a Northwest Arkansas theater? And so did you? And so did you, Chris? And so did Zach in the, in the, in the booth? Yeah. Yeah. And we're calling that an investment Investment. in quality of life. Hey, here's my question. a Democrat strategy. And by the way, investment. So when they make money, do I get a piece? Because when I invest in GE, I get a check at the end of the year. I get a dividend check. Dividend Am I getting check. a dividend check well, from the two point nine million dollar well, investment? Well, actually, what you get, yeah. your quality of life improves, yeah. and you're just going to feel better. Oh, really? Because so when was the last time I was up better. in Northwest Arkansas? I've been up in Northwest Arkansas, I think twice, and I didn't go to no theater. So, how's my quality of life improving when you spend my money? You know, I'm really, and again, I'm genuinely concerned. If we're going to, this, you hear this quality of life yeah. argument yeah. popping up right. all over the state. Of course. We want to build a word. pool. We want to yeah. build a bike trails. We want to build right. these things. We have a small town up in Jonesboro, just outside of Jonesboro mm-hmm. in my Senate district, mm-hmm. where the, the sewers are coming apart mm-hmm. and leaking up into people's yards. Mm-hmm. Another small town, they're well uh, broke. They Chris to told bomb. me about some of those things. As an engineer yeah. and a plumber, you yeah, know about sewer that. sewer rates are going sky high. Yeah. And it's, it's wild how much money they're spending on, on sewer yeah. improvements. And you would think that would be quality of life. Isn't that quality of life? When your sewers are backing yeah. up, yeah. when your well doesn't yeah. work, right. we're going to give $2.9 million of our money. Yeah. The rest of the state. That's a rich person giveaway is what that is. Well, it's for people that wear black ties. That's right. Says here. That's, that's right. Exactly. That is. It's, it, that's a tuxedo giveaway, and people got poop coming up in the house. Hey, these tickets aren't $10 a, no. a ticket either. They're, right. they're, they're 60 and $90 a ticket. Yeah, and I hope the, the listeners realize this is from the rainy day fund, which is excess or surplus money. I so when it. we have surplus, right. we turn it over to the rainy day fund, parts of it over to the rainy day fund, right. and then the rainy day fund is then used. Um, it's supposed for to be for a rainy like day. That's not a storm. You know, that's I've not got a, a storm. I've got that's a just, small mm. comment on that. Like, yeah. so, so taxing and spending is congressional, right? Why is the governor allowed to spend the money? In well, the executive actually, branch, actually, it was we used to let legislators spend it. Yeah. It was called general improvement funds. Oh, GIF. that was the, remember the big. Oh, uh, I remember that. The cash okay. pots. People oh, that's got right. it. Yeah, people. Some people used it correctly. Sure. You know, I, for example, I took the money that came to my district, right. divided it up equally among all the towns nice. based on population. Right. Just gave, pass it out that way. You mean you gave people back their money? Gave, yeah, and uh, that's a crazy idea. I was supposed to be proud of that. Right. You know, how can you be proud to give people back right. their own money? Look at me. <laughs> I gave you back your own darn money. Yeah, we didn't do any uh, photo right. ops. No right. photo ops. No black tie no uh, black theaters tie. at your we building. We just said, here's your money yeah. back. Good for you. And, you know, it's exactly. And so we turned that GIF money that legislators used to have right. that caused a lot of corruption. Oh, yeah. And people admitted people went to jail. it was corrupt. People went to jail. And we Turn that into the rainy day fund. Right. And now here we're building a theater with it, $3 million and other things. I've got several pages of this that we spent GIF money on. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, people you may not know that we have uh, several in the state. We fund venture capital projects. We have about four different ones. Isn't the whole point of venture capital is that private people take risks on investments, and if they win, they get rich. Yep. And if they don't win, well, that money goes away. Well, do you know what? how our state-funded venture capital, the success rate for them? No. 
Nobody else does either. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Wait a minute. We have no accountability well, we on have, the investment? We, we have some outcomes. Okay. But they don't really track whether you made any money or not. Oh, my goodness. So, you know, you can say, well, we, we, we added 150 jobs or we added 50 jobs or 300 jobs. Well, that's great. But over the course of three or four years of your investment, how'd your investment turn out? What was your return on investment? Yeah. yeah. We just don't know. And I've got that legislation written, and if I'm reelected, right. I'm going to propose that legislation. No, no, not reelected, because you're going to get elected to get a elected. different position. You're <laughs> going like to you're going to be the state senator from up there in Craig yeah. County, Craig right. and and we're, County. We're, and that's what we're going to do is yeah. help our state government right. be more accountable. You know, right. you hear Tim Griffin talk a lot oh, yeah. about compete Arkansas. That's right. We can do it smarter. We can that's do right. it better. Uh, and boy, I couldn't agree more. Oh yeah, I, but I we love need to. reform. We don't That's need right. to change. We need to reform That's the way right. we do things. That's right. That's right. Let's take a break, Dan. We're, we're going to come back and we're going to continue talking about having a state that is responsible to the citizens, not citizens that are working for bureaucrats and legislators. This is a Dave Ellswick show. I am Robert Steinmuck filling in for Dave. Uh, Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, and soon-to-be Happy New Year. In the studio, Chris Corbett and Dan Sullivan. Dan, we're talking about state politics, of course. You're an elected official. You're a state rep. You're running for state senate uh, to be one of the 35 senators. You're running in a primary up there in Craighead County against John Cooper. John has demonstrated as far as I'm concerned, that he's not a conservative. And he's welcome not to be a conservative. I just wish he would be uh, truthful about not being a conservative. We're helping that come out. Right. Well, so let's talk about that. Okay. So, for example, John was the deciding vote to kill Stand Your Ground. This is a simple law, by the way, and I think it exists in a majority of states across this country. That is, if somebody is using deadly physical force against you, you're allowed to use deadly physical force against... That person. You might say, wait, I thought that is the law. Well, you know, the law right now is before you can respond with the same kind of deadly physical force they're using against you, you've got to look around to see if you can run away. Right. And if you don't look around or perhaps even more importantly, if you defend yourself and then the prosecutor decides after the fact, well, you didn't look around enough. There was a little tunnel behind you. You could have ducked in. You're going to jail. And John Cooper voted against it. He was the deciding vote against that in committee. And the only Republican. And the only Republican. Yeah, and that's a key issue in our state. You know, we're Arkansans, and freedom is important to us. It's more important to Arkansan than freedom is to Texans. There you (laughs) go. Don't say it to a Texan. (laughs) I don't want to take on the Texans, but it's important to us. That's right. And, you know, I am not retreating. That's right. I'm going to protect my family. That's right. I'm going to protect my community, and I won't retreat. The law can be whatever it was. Exactly. Because God gave us that. That's right. That responsibility, not the right. God gave us the responsibility to stand up. It's also like, I don't know if you remember from the 80s, those RoboCop movies. And like in RoboCop 3 or something, RoboCop was the uh, subject to a whole bunch of programming by the politically correct uh, town council. So instead of having like three commands, which was protect life and liberty and whatever, it was 118 commands, something ridiculous like that. And they all conflicted, right? So now I've got a checklist like I'm a pilot on a commercial airline and some bad guy's shooting at me. And I'm like, okay, 
Check one, retreatability. Check two, check three. That's the liberal viewpoint because their real goal is to prevent you from ever carrying, to be, to make you subject to the defense of the state instead of yourself, and to never have your Second Amendment rights. And John Cooper voted against your Second Amendment rights. Yeah, and I think that's consistent with his vote against te- teaching about the Bible in school. Yeah, yeah. You know, rights come from government, right. not from God. They, that's his view. That's his view. Right. Right. Yeah. Thank you for correcting. Yeah. Indeed. <laughs> yeah, indeed. But, yeah. We believe that rights come from God. That's right. And that they are to protect us from government. Indeed. And that's the primary responsibility for the accountability for that Second Amendment. You know, another big issue that John and I disagree on is the tax issue. You know, John voted for every tax that came along the line. How is that possible in all seriousness? How does someone call himself a Republican and vote for tax after? And I know this is the case, by the way. Go look at the conduit scorecard. John's below the Democrats. How do you get below Democrats on tax issues? There were two Democrats that were more conservative than John. Right. I'm sorry. Eight eight Democrats that were more conservative than John. Yeah, only two that were below him. Yeah. How is that possible? Well, again, you're it's um, and that's what concerns me about our Republican Party. Right. If we those are bills are can't pass without Republican support. That's right. And so when we stand up and work the clear majority in the Senate, we're the clear majority in the House. That's right. When we're going down this road. And, you know, we may not have time here, but I want to talk about the Internet tax yeah. increase. You Another know. tax. But Another yeah, tax. Yeah, and, and you hear in all the cities, and if people are paying attention to their local government they're, and the state government, they're saying, well, tax, sales tax revenues are up. Sales tax revenues are up. Well, y'all, there's some really great things happening in our country. Right. You would think that the, the fact that Arkansas passed um, the, the Internet sales tax, that that's the reason— that we have an exploding economy. The reason Nonsense. we have an exploding Nonsense. economy is because the president has cut taxes. Right. He's deregulated things. That's right. Um, you know, you'd think Arkansas passing the internet sales tax is the reason the stock market's up. If, if you talk to true. John Cooper, right? Well, exactly. Yeah, and, and all, most of our government officials. Right, that's right. Fair our enough. Our economy Fair enough. is booming. Right. And it's booming because Despite of, the tax increases the, at the yes, local level. Yes, absolutely. Well, Chris... Chris has a big issue, uh, and I agree with him. He's he's brought me on board 110 percent. Chris, just make a quick mention of this hamburger tax. Yeah, two so percent. How does it work? Yeah, so, it's, so every restaurant get got an added two percent tax to a, if you go out and eat dinner, and I pay it. You pay it, and then that and then money, where does that money go? The money goes to the A and P commission. What does that mean? They take your money and right. they're going to invest it, right? Quote unquote. Yeah, to bring people into the state for. Um, seminars or um, so I'm paying so that through a tax I pay in a restaurant for them to advertise hotels and restaurants how about this why don't the hotels and restaurants if they want to advertise do some advertising and if they don't not that's right well, and, and uh, don't even get me, well, get me started. Yeah, right. please. They took some of the money. Right. And they bought the Cromwell building right across wait, from wait, the courthouse. They bought a building? Primo real estate. Isn't it funny how government always winds up in the state of the art, yeah. most expensive buildings? Why? Because we're paying for it. Yeah, and it was, when I saw the, the realtors, they put together this cap rate. Oh, they're going to make this much percent, right. not 8% or 7%. Right. It was a terrible deal. I'm a landlord. Right. I would never have bought that building for that much money. 
And yeah, but you're not making it, money. On you would have bought it for that price, Chris, if it wasn't your money. Well, there you go. That's, uh-huh. that's the deal. So now there are landlords. A and P commissioners are now landlords. So the A and P commission not only taxes my hamburgers 2%. so that they can advertise uh, for restaurants. Yeah. Now they're a landlord. landlord. So they're competing against private landlords. Oh, d- there you go. They're competing against private landlords. And I wonder. I just wonder how yeah. much rent they're collecting. Right. Are they evicting folks when they well, don't we pay? We need to do a FOIA request. Uh, there you go. Mm-hmm. Then we need to see. Mm-hmm. Those, those A&Ps are not elected officials. Of course not. They're appointed officials. Bureaucrats. And I hope the listeners will start to figure out that Republicans and Democrats, but mm. Republicans now too, want your money more than you do. Yeah. Now you think about ain't, that. Ain't that right? They are willing to fight. They are willing to pass bills. They're right. willing to invest in legislators to get people elected because the government wants your money more than you do. And Chamber was behind and, that. And, chambers, and yeah. people are going to have to wake up and say we are done funding competition to private business. That's right. As you were describing. Yep. That our taxes are funding uh, competition to our local businesses. That's socialism. Small. That's a government control of the means of production. And people can stop that. That's right. They just need to stop giving the money. Well, you, you know, you stop it in all seriousness. You got to be educated. Uh, you got, well, you got to be educated. And amongst other things, you vote for people like yeah. Dan. That's right. You vote for conservatives. Well, and you got to root out that John Cooper here said one thing, well, yeah. got elected, uh-huh. and did another. Uh huh. So uh-huh. he said he would. I mean, I think he actually had support of the Tea Party at one yeah. point. Oh yeah, that's the well, norm now, though. You know, you you have to get elected first, and once you're elected, and then you, then you, you lie your change. way into an election. Yeah. No, thank you. Yeah, yeah. Well, this is the problem, you know, and that's why I will only vote for conservatives, and I give and I use my Steinbuck court scorecard. We're going to come back right after these messages. <laughs> Show. Zach's giving me the, the we're on sign. And I am Robert Steinbeck filling in for Dave, of course, today in the studio, Chris Corbett and Dan Sullivan. Dan, um, we've been talking about money. We've been talking about taxes. We've been talking about local control. We've been talking about me. Me. I like talking about me, by the way. We've been talking about me, you, and everybody as individuals owning our rights. Now, that's in part, it's a philosophical discussion, but in part, you don't need to be a philosopher to understand that simple concept. You know, it talks about it in our Constitution, right. it's your property right. Right. Your money is right. your property. Right. And there has to be a high threshold before government just takes your money. Right. And spends it uh, any way they want. That, that was one of the uh, premier reasons why we separated from right. England right. was about our money right. and us being able to determine how best I want to spend my money. So when it comes to uh, big projects and projects that benefit our, our state highways and uh, other medical care for the indigent, okay. But when it comes to building quality of life issues, building theaters, don't spend my money to build a theater in another city. Yeah, $3 million for a theater I'll yeah. never see. Yeah. yeah, and the taxes are a big deal. And, you know, roads, 
we're talking about having a, a half percent tax for our roads. We're going to put in the Constitution. Now, I want your listeners to think about this. Yeah. We're, we passed the Internet tax increase along with some tax cuts. The tax increase took effect immediately. Of course it did. The tax cuts are incremental over several years, there you multiple go. years. Right. Ask yourself, how well has the le- state legislators kept their word on cutting taxes? Right. You know, matter of fact, this road tax, uh, we were promised it would end in 2022. Yeah, that was the deal. That was you the deal. You pay a half cent. By the way, a half cent, folks. Per dollar. So when some lefty politician says, it's only a penny, it's only a half cent, that's out of every dollar. Every dollar. And they said, here's the deal. Half cent road tax. And the promise is, it's like a toll booth. I'm from the Northeast. We had a lot of toll booths up in the Northeast, you know, New York, etc. And they always said, just to pay for the toll road. And you've never seen them shut down, Dan. Never seen a toll road. That's the same thing here. You know, we were promised, we the legislature promised the citizens of Arkansas that we would end the tax in 2022. And now we've decided some uh, carefully crafted language that we're going to Continue that tax. Continue it. You want to. You want to sew it in. Not you. To be clear, uh, other folks want to sew it into the DNA of the state. That's right. They want to splice your DNA and put it in there, in the Constitution. Yeah. It will literally never end. Amen. That's right. And and you know the and the the part of it it here. So when we pass that <coughs> internet sales tax, and I voted against that, and I think the internet sales tax is probably a fair equitable thing to do and we can figure that out but when we pass that along with promised tax cuts right one legislature cannot bind another of course not and just like we're demonstrating now we don't care what the 2012 arkansas legislature promised we can cut that tax or we can come back in two years and add more tax you know we cut taxes this time Right. We just added more taxes than we cut. Right. And, so overall, you're paying more money. Yeah, and Dan, you, you, uh, I think you kind of glazed over it there, but what I remember well as a civil engineer when this $1.5 billion was be sent, spent on highways. Mm-hmm. It was pushed as a bond issue. Yeah. And the bond issue is where the highway department gets the money immediately. They get $1.5 billion to go out there and spend on these highways, and then they're going to pay that back with this sales tax, and it should end. Right? It should be over. Yeah, once the, you fulfill the bond. It's over with. Right. So now we're talking about adding something that's well, permanent. And if it had ended, it would have taken a 75% threshold to pass a new tax. Mm-hmm. That's As right. As it is now, we're just going to continue an, a, a current tax so we have a lot lower threshold oh, for doing right? that. Isn't that So, you know, the thing is to, to your listeners and how important it is for Republicans who are conservative in nature with their tax money – to one, first, when you think about whether you're going to vote for issue one, think about how important it is for the Arkansas legislature to keep their word. That's right. When we say it's going to end, it should end. That's right. And if we want to pass a new bill, then have, have at, at work it. at that. That's right. But when you vote for issue one, think about that first. That's right. When you vote for or against issue one, when it comes up, you know, think about is this the only way to do this is to add a permanent tax you know, our lieutenant governor uh, has talked several times. Tim about, Griffin. Tim has talked several times about there are other ways to get tax money to the roads other than doing um, you know what we passed in this previous legislature. Right. 
So voters need to ask themselves, have they considered that? Do they even know what the other issues are? Right. You know, we're going to spend millions of dollars. I think we've, the governor's talked about using his personal uh, campaign fund to go out and campaign for this. So we're going to spend millions of dollars convincing you that the government wants your money more than you want it. That's right. Well, it's going to be tricky. It's it. going to be tricky because this this 2%, it, can, the, the legislature, wants, if it gets passed, they can change what it's going to be spent on. Right. It doesn't mean it's just going to go for roads and there's a separate checking account just for roads. No, and it means just like we did this time, we cut taxes. We just added more than we cut. So, yes. And then these corporate tax cuts are due to take effect. We can change that. All we have to do is write a bill that says, well, we're going to let that tax go forward, the tax cut go forward, but we're going to tax you in another way so that overall you're going to pay more taxes than than we cut. And that has just consistently uh, been uh, a direction that we're heading, a trend. It's very troubling for me well, as a Republican. And let me, Dan and Chris, let me tell you a story that I think reflects this notion that we as taxpayers are paying for the government to spend unwisely our money when we take care of our own money. When I moved to this state, 2005, it's a long time ago now. I moved to the state in 2005. You know what kind of television I had? The old kind. The tube television sets. We all had them. You know, the four yeah. by three ratio. I still got one. I yeah, still got still one. Got, amen, Come brother. On. Amen. Yeah. And uh, you know why I had that? Because it still worked. That's yeah. why I had that one. And because I, I didn't have a money tree out back with a 1.5 tax pay, feeding that money tree. Yeah. I go into a state building and they're installing flat screens. I've got a tube. They're installing flat screens. You know why I couldn't buy a flat screen, Dan? Because I was busy buying it for the government. That's why. <laughs> I was busy putting $3 million into a into a uh, hotel and theater up there in northwest Arkansas, and I've got myself a tube television set. That's why. It's quality, I'm tired of it's it. It's quality of life, Rob. Quality of life. The government quality of life. needs. I can't have a flat screen television. My quality of life is down, but when I walk in some building, I don't see a pegboard with somebody's name on it. I see a flat screen. <laughs> right. Now my quality of life is much better. You just haven't applied to the right area. Exactly. You, know, you could go to Innovate Arkansas or uh, the several other uh, venture capital exactly. Arkansas and borrow the money, but we don't. You know, we, we are, as a state, as a state government, we're loaning out money right. to bis- private businesses. Yeah, yeah, we're picking winners and choosers, yeah, and uh, we, winners and losers, rather. And we mm-hmm. have the metrics on what the projections are. We don't have the metrics on what the actuality was, what the actual return on investment was one, two, and five years out. Well, why would you have the metrics? It's free money. These yeah. aren't banks. These are government bureau hacks. They take in the money. They get a guaranteed paycheck whether or not the, the state makes money on that investment. That's the difference between a bank and a bureau hack. A bank takes in money, and if they don't, it gives out money, and if they don't get it back, the bank folds. And if the government gives out money and they don't get it back, you know what they do? They take more money. Yeah, yeah, it's called a 1.5% road tax. Permanent in the Constitution. Now, 1.5, not 1.5. What's that? 0. 0.5. 0. 0.5. Excuse 0. 0.5. me. Oh, it's half a penny. Yeah, oh, it's only half a penny. <laughs> Come on, bro. It's, it's only, only half, half a penny. See, look at that. I it's saved a, a penny a buck in 20 <laughs> seconds. What a deal. He's trying to raise what it a, a penny. Oh you my know, gosh. We had this happen in Jonesboro. And yeah. it, it happens all over the state. We we gave uh, state money right. to a company, Rise Ever, to open in Jonesboro. Yeah. What, and what, did, what does that company do? They manufacture heavy equipment, okay. I think. And they um, came up there and we gave them, I think, several million dollars. Mm-hmm. Some of it was local. 
incentive. Some of it was state incentive. Right. Mm-hmm. So they come up and they ask our Chamber of Commerce if they can tour one of Jonesboro's premier manufacturing businesses. Oh, my gosh. I won't mention their name. Right. But they're a premier, one of the, been there for years and yeah. years. They asked the Good chamber, local business. Great local yeah. business. Uh, they asked the, the the chamber if they can tour this yeah. premier business. My buddy's in the chamber. So the chamber asked this business, can we come and tour? Sure. We're good corporate citizens of right. our Jonesboro. So the company, Rise Ever comes in and tours the company. And where's meets, Rise Ever from? Uh, China. China. Okay, yeah. there you go. Okay, oh, boy. This is, I know where the story's going now. <laughs> I know where. Because they're real good with intellectual property and that kind of thing. Go well, ahead. You're getting real, you're real close. I'm close, huh? So, so they, they come and tour the manufacturing company there in Jonesboro. Had the top tour. Get met all the people. Sure. Did the tour. Several weeks later, they hire away the top engineer. Sure had a big do. bonus. Sure they do. And this manufacturing company in Jonesboro is kind of left there with their mouth hanging open. No way. It's hard to recruit top quality engineers right. Right. anywhere right. in the state. Right. But you know, particularly in Jonesboro, uh, it's very difficult. So this new company hires them away. Guess where that money came from? From taxpayer oh, money. Man. That's so what we we're pay using to now, undermine local yeah. business. Now, so what is what does this uh, premier manufacturer do? They are no longer doing tours. I don't blame them. If you're going to tour people and they're going to steal my employees. Right. And so, but those are the kind of metrics we don't measure. Of course not. Why why would you measure it if you're a bureau hack? Because the problem is you might not get a good outcome and then you got to advertise it. But if you don't know the outcome, everything's all good. We took in a million dollars. We gave out a million dollars and I took 10% for my paycheck. All's good. You know, I'm gonna. We're gonna need to take a break, not for the studio to pay the bills, for me to lower my blood pressure. <laughs> this is the Dave Ellsworth Show. I'm Robert Steinbuck filling in for Dave in the studio. Chris Corbett and Dan Sullivan. Dan, we took a break, but let's go back to you on some issues that we're talking we're about. Just to kind of tie a loop around that. You yeah, know, we're talking about taxes and right. how much how we're spending our money and right. rainy day funds and where that money and quick action closing. Uh, but just funds by the way, rainy those. day funds means my money in the government's hands. Oh, but yes. go ahead. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Rainy yeah. day. You, where's my rainy day fund? Big check, seven figure checks. Yeah, yeah. Where's my say, three million dollars of my money is in their rainy day pocket fund? Well, mm-hmm. you know, in the last, and I'm going to be conservative on this one, but in the you always last conservative. Years, That's why I vote yeah, for you. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, you. Just moved to Jonesboro. There you go. In the last 10 years, we have had over a billion dollars in surplus revenue. Now, think about that. A yeah. billion in yeah. surplus. So after yeah. we pay for the highways, wow. after we pay for our Medicaid, right. after we pay for education, after we pay for our police and fire, after we pay for all of those, right. in the last 10 years, we've had over a billion and very little of it until this last session went to our highways. Yeah. Wow. Now one half and then all of a sudden we need a half percent tax. Oh, oh we're running out of money. Uh, yeah. What have we got to show for that billion dollars? Can I put well, less finger? money in your pocket. Oh, That's what? Less I, money. I got a vehicle. Uh, $4 I got million a... dollars for people in bow ties and cummerbunds <laughs> and, and sequin gowns. Yeah. Where's your sequin gown, Corbett? I need one. You, you need, need one. one. <laughs> you need an extra large, by the way. Yeah. You know, that, that just goes to show that, you know, as the voter... To realize the government wants your money. They, and you're going to have to start fighting to keep your own property. That's right. When you start thinking of your money as property, yeah. it changes that. Because what other property of yours can the government take oh, yeah. if they can get enough people that want to take it? That's right. So if you have, you know, in my case in Northeast Arkansas, when we had a tax come up recently, a quality of life tax. So yeah, we quality a of life. whole list of yeah. things. We my quality to, of life goes down when you take my money. There's my quality yeah. of life. Amen. Yeah, that's exactly right. Right. And until more people around the state 
start to understand that's your right. property. That's what right. if they came and said, we're going to build a bike trail. Yeah. We're going to take your house. Oh, yeah. We're going to come and, and build other things. We're going to take your property. No, we're going to take your guns. your money. And we're going to we're gonna buy back. Buy back. I didn't Man. buy it from you. They're going to buy back my yeah. guns. And yeah. they're taking your property, too, to build that bike trail. Exactly. So exactly. That, that kind of ties that all together. But, again, voters, you're, you need, I hope you'll realize the trend our Republican Party is in the direction we're trending and that voters will stand up, and you can call it conservative, you can call it whatever you want, but it's your money. That's right. And there ought to be a high threshold in your property. That's right. And there ought to be a very high threshold before you, you, we allow the government just to take it. That's Let's right. Let's make sure they're using it wisely. Amen, brother. Well, you know, and, and on that point, I can't tell you how many times I've had lefties say to me, but, you know, we have this problem and we have that problem. And my response is twofold. First of all, government's not going to solve all your problems. No. No. Okay, just be, so you have a problem and you want to raise taxes and then what do you have? You have the problem and less money in my pocket. The problem didn't go away. You just have less money in my pocket. Maybe we should think about conservative ways to solve problems. And that's not making society dependent on government. Yeah, and that's exactly just like this theater squared. It says they announce $2.9 million investment. Yeah, investment. You know, it's a, that's a code word. Yeah. So when, when, and we recognized that a long time ago in education, that we need to invest in education. Right. And we never quit. We that's just right. continuing to invest more and more and more. And now we've, we're taking that same language in this quality of life argument. Don't you like your city? Yeah. Don't you care about people? Yeah. Don't you care about the dogs and right. have a dog park? Right. Don't you care about oh, having my. bike trails? People right. will be more healthy. Right. Let's invest. Right. Folks, that's a code word. For taking your Democratic money. Code, Democrat code word, a liberal code word for us just to take your property. That's right. And let's start talking property, not money. Yeah. They're taking your property. Yeah. Well, they're fungible. That's the thing. But you hear people like Elizabeth Warren say, you didn't build that and you didn't build that and you didn't do that. I don't know. I go to work, and at the end of the day, I get a paycheck, and I like to believe that paycheck's for what I did. And by the way, all along, I'm already paying for the roads. I'm already paying for the $3 million uh, theater square up in northwest Arkansas. I've already paid for it. That's it. It's enough. Yeah, well, amen. I don't know what else to say when you finish it. <laughs> but, you know, there, there are other issues. We were talking about it in the break, uh, immigration. And yes. The, the, we had Michael Cutler on, and we were talking about yeah, immigration. You were, Did you hear right. it? Yeah. And the, you know, we in the state legislature passed a bill, or it passed. I didn't vote for it. Let's be clear. John Cooper right. did to put DACA students above uh, everyone else in the United States. So now if you're a DACA student, right. you can, with a few restrictions, you can get in-state tuition. That's not true of someone who lives in Illinois. Oh my they goodness. couldn't get in-state tuition. They're an American citizen. Right, right. Not true of anyone in, in uh, and there are different rules, different colleges have sure. different rules. But, you know, uh, people that live in Tennessee, people live in Louisiana, right. our border states, we're not giving them the priority that John Cooper and others gave to the DACA students. Now, you know whose who's, uh, platform that's a part of? Well, that's a, that's a Democratic p- platform. Part of the Democrat platform. Yeah, but 100%. But a Republican legislature. No, he's not. That. No, he's not. He's a Democrat who calls himself a Republican. <laughs> Let's be clear. Let's be clear. And that's a problem. You know, I said to, I'm not going to mention a name. I said to a senior <clears throat> Republican in this state, I said, you know, we've got a 75% uh, um, conservative legislature. He said, no, no, no you don't. 
He's a conservative. He goes, you got a 75% Republican legislature. Not all of them are conservative. Well, you know, the, the I'd make a, a draw a line there. I think all of them are uh, social conservatives. Okay. You know, on the, on the social issues, right. abortion and, right. and marriage and those, they're, they're probably Well, but don't you consider guns a social issue? Well, that, uh, uh-huh. you're right. Right? Yeah. John Cooper ain't no conservative yeah. on guns. Yeah, and that you boy, listen, you couldn't be more right because it is a life issue. Right? It's absolutely that's a life right. issue. No different than what the abortion is. I protect issue my is. family. Right. That's it. Well, right, that, so I that, take that, that back. Fair enough. Everything except for guns. Listen, I'm not saying he doesn't have any conservative values, but they're, listen, we come from a state that used to have a lot of Democrats. They were also often right. socially conservative. Right. Yeah. They were still Democrats. Well, and, and DACA is an exploitation of the immigration law. Uh, not, yeah. I mean, yeah. if we can remind your listeners what DACA yeah. is, Deferred Action for Childhood Arrivals, right? D-A-C-A. Right. Deferred Action Childhood. Now, these children, they are children, yeah. but they're here illegally. Right. So DACA is when you, you take a, a child and give them some preferred treatment. Well, and, 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 and Dan's point is it's one thing to treat them the same, right. but you're treating them better than American citizens. That's the point. But that's exactly. a Democratic platform. Right. They elevate. Go. Elevate right. the the those people who do not have legal status above those above, above. it's above it's above That's free health care right I mean, right oh, no. you I me all of us uh, 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 have to pay for the health care not them That's not right. them yeah, and you know when and when we people say well we have to do something we have yeah. to do something I agree it, well. I, I don't. Okay. No, but my point is well, that we have well, we to do something. we did the same thing with health care. Right. We said we got lemons, so we're going to make lemonade. Right. But when I say we have to do something, doesn't we mean we up. have to do it. Yeah, no. we have to stand up. Stand That's up. what I mean. Yeah, because exactly. now we have a president who's standing up. That's right. And our president is standing up, and he's right. ready to get rid of nationalized health care. Right. He's ready to change the immigration exactly. laws just to make them fair That's right. for Americans. That's right. It's called putting America first. Exactly. Hold that thought. We're going to come back. Right after these several messages. This is the Dave Ellswick Show. I am Robert Steinbuck filling in for Dave in the studio. Chris Corbett and Dan Sullivan. Dan, we were talking during the break. Uh, let's tell the audience. Now, this applies, of course, across the state. How uh, So many of these elections these days are are basically won or lost in the primary, meaning yes. you're running against Dan Sullivan's running against John Cooper in the primary. Whoever wins that primary becomes a re- Republican right. nominee and effectively will become the senator because you're, we have no, there's no no one running. There's on literally the no Senate. one running. Right. We're and like it, Tom Cotton. Right. Right. And then in some localities, there may be a Democrat running, but it's a so heavily Republican area right. that the Republican will win. So. Talk the audience and me, frankly, through the timeline because we all know, well, the general is in November, but the general is not what counts here. What's yeah, the timeline? But sure. Thank you. Yeah. And, you know, we're, we are campaigning right now, but not too hard. People don't want to hear much about politics during Christmas time. And I, I'm the same way. But here when the first of the year hits, we'll start campaigning hard. You'll see signs going up here in Little Rock and around central Arkansas and ever, all across the state. Uh, the election is actually March the 3rd. Okay. And two weeks prior to that, I don't have a calendar with me, but somewhere around Valentine's Day, uh, early voting will start where mm. people can start going to the polls and voting. Uh, and also this in that primary, that's when you vote for your judges. 
So all oh, the county judges and um, I'm sorry, your court judges. That's right. Is that district circuit court? court? That's district right. Court, court, court. District court. Yeah. And boy, those are some really important races. Oh, trust me. Chris and I have been in local circuit oh. court. We know it. We yeah. know it. Yeah. And, you know, people need to get to know these people. That's right. Uh, and know who they are. Chris, who, uh, sorry, just one second. Yeah. We're, we're supporting what? Amy Johnson, right? For, yeah. Right. Is she running here locally She's in Little Rock? Circuit judge. Uh-huh. Circuit judge. Okay. Sorry. Yeah, well, yeah. Exactly. Right. That's my point. Right. You know, people need to figure out who those judges are right. in their local district. Right. Because March 3rd, that happens. That's it. And if you have to go before your judge, right. it would be nice to have voted for who exactly. that judge would be. Yeah. Very that, interesting. So it's just really important uh, that people get out and vote. And it's really important they get engaged. You know, we were talking in the break about how we get the word out. And, you, right. of course, you see signs out there and you see, you know, billboards out and people will start to get mailers. And those mailers are going to be skewed heavily to whoever you get that from. So people need to start doing their research. And, you know, we have really good websites. You can look up how, how did John Cooper vote on guns. Yeah, exactly. You know, John says, I'm for your Second Amendment. We'll look up how did well, John vote on the go, Second go Amendment. For, there are plenty of sites, and, and it doesn't mean that if I mention one, others aren't good, but go to Conduit for Action. Yeah. Conduit for Action will show John Cooper literally, literally is below most of the Democrats. Yeah. The Democrats, here's the problem with the Democrats. They vote the wrong way. Here's the problem with John Cooper. He votes the wrong way, and he claims to be a Republican. Well, and that's what you'll see on a mailer. Right. You know, the mailer will come out and say, right. I'm I'm for lowering taxes. Right. Well, did you? Yeah, did you? <laughs> exactly. You know, exactly. And, and which one, which taxes did you lower and right. which ones did you raise? That's right. And, of course, Conduit and others. You know, Family Council. Yeah, Family Council has as well. a really that's good right. scorecard that's that right. shows things like, you know, are you voting for yeah, life issues. your your God given rights? You know, conduit. I don't. I think they scored the Second Amendment bill. I'm not really I sure if they did or not. I know that they 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 tend to focus on the economic, and they tell you by the way. Yeah. They say, listen, if you some of these other issues are important, but we don't do that scorecard. But you know, it's a right to life issue. Certainly right. is. I think and, so. You know, I think so. So, but but your listeners can go to many places right. to look up and make sure whatever they see on that flyer. That's right. You know, there we we did a little bit of polling uh, a couple of months ago. You know what the number one issue was among the people? Is my legislator going to do what he said he's going to do? Or Amen. She, nice. Amen. You know, can I trust them right? to be who they say well, they are? Well, because that's the thing. I'm voting for someone whose values coincide. I, I don't mean 100%. I bet you, there are three people in this room, and, and through the booth is Zach makes four of us here in the studio right now. I guarantee that we don't agree on every issue. That's okay. But I would vote for each one of you because I know that we are generally like-minded. But here's the thing. If you, and I know it because we have conversations. But if you tell me one thing and do another, guess which one counts? You know, and it's, it's always clear that we all four of us have different and we're all wrong on a couple of them. That's right. Amen. <laughs> so what Amen. In, what informs us? Where do we get our information? And what do we do when we find out we, made we were wrong? That's right. You know, what you do is you say, I was wrong. Right. And you correct it and move That's forward, right. and that and when when you do that, people are respectful of That's that. Right. That's right. Uh, when you just make excuses for that, That's right. And you say, "Well, I studied it for ten years, but in two weeks I changed my mind." Right. Right. Go, when I go, got a phone a call from somebody else, by the way, yeah, from 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 the chamber, nice. exactly. and, I, and not only did I change one position, but I changed multiple positions. Yeah. No longer do I. You know, I'm, I still support Obamacare. Right. When our attorney general has filed, and I saw we won the law, the case uh, recently 
about the Obamacare mandate. Oh, that's the, that was, the judge that wrote that opinion, the district, the trial court opinion, uh-huh. is a guy I used to work with in the Senate Judiciary Committee. Well, you taught him something. Well, didn't I you? tried. <laughs> <laughs> well, but you know, here we here we're going down that road, right? Where we are, and maybe we can't repeal all of of Obamacare, right? But we can fight. That's right. You know, we can That's try right. to uh, scope of practice issues. Right. We can go down that road. Right. Our hospitals, folks, you can't go around your community and see an independent doctor, an independent testing lab, right. an independent medical facility of any kind. Right. It is a vertical monopoly. Oh, absolutely. And every vertical monopoly costs you money. Of course it does. So, And there are things that we can do in our state to fight against that. That's right. We don't have to roll over. And I think that's one of the things that our people really appreciate about our president. Right. Our president doesn't roll over. Oh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. he's going to stand up and he's right. going to fight for the people and that's fight right. for what's right. That's right. And we, that's why they impeached him, continue. by the way. Oh, There's yeah. no substance there. They impeach him because he says what he believes and he does it. Yeah. How, For example, how dare you campaign just like both the, the, the George Bushes, just like Obama and just like Clinton? How dare you campaign on moving the uh, American embassy in Israel from Tel Aviv to Jerusalem right. and actually follow through? How dare <laughs> you actually follow through oh. that's not what we're hiring in a politician yeah. those three presidents didn't get it done yeah they and that's what the lefties want yeah. you make all the promises you want john cooper is that kind of politician that's right he'll tell you everything you want to hear and say yeah but don't you understand i'm john cooper i don't follow through with my promises <laughs> that's the difference here. i just want to get elected i just want to get elected he just wants a job you know i don't i actually don't know what john's background is but i gotta tell you all of these trust fund silver spoon babies running for office because it's their next job. We've got that here locally uh, um, in um, uh, uh, Will Bond is not running for senator anymore. So uh, we've got a guy that I like. um, Clark Tucker. Thank you. Clark's running. Clark's always running for some office. There ain't an office that Clark hasn't uh, uh, run for. You know, I don't want a guy who's always looking for every next opportunity for a job. Well, and you know, I don't, I, don't, I can't uh, go speak to people's motivation, but what I can speak for, I appreciate people who are committed. Yes, you know, and and we have many of us that disagree on a lot of topics in of the course. legislature, but we get along well That's right. with That's each right. other because That's right. we're respectful That's right. of your position and your whatever your position is. Fine, just own it. That's right. And when you know when we come out and you say I'm for Trump, right. I'm a big supporter of Trump. Right, but I'm. I voted for tax cut. I right. voted for tax increases. Right. I'm supporter of Trump, but I voted against the Second Amendment bill. Right. I'm supporter of Trump, but I'm for earned income tax right. credits. Like, wait, what? At some wait, point. What? At some point, how some, are you a supporter of Trump? Yeah. What other you, than the label to help you get reelected. He's got nice ties. Yeah. He's he got nice ties. He does have nice ties. He does have nice ties. Have nice ties. <laughs> exactly. And some are jealous of his hair. That's right. Few. <laughs> but nonetheless. <laughs> so you can be supportive of him. Right. You know, it's, and again, what the president has done is focus on policy. That's right. And people that oppose the president don't want to focus on policy. No. They, they want, want to focus f- on personality. Yes. But our nation is doing fantastic. Our state is doing fantastic. Mm-hmm. And you know, our governor's doing some good things. This mm-hmm. is what he's done in oh, education yes. Oh, yes. is great in education. We're making some very positive steps. Oh, yes. What he's done with our economy, we're making some great steps with our economy. Right. It's not because of the internet sales tax. No, 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 uh, no. You know, but it's because of all the things that are happening in Arkansas That's right. and nationally. That's right. We're on a good track. That's right. 
and there's more that we can do, that's but right. we're going to have to reform some things that's and right. do it. And that's what uh, Lieutenant Governor Tim Griffin talks yeah, about. That's right. He talks about doing things differently. Yeah, at some point, you can't do them much better. And we're at the point we can't cut taxes much anymore unless we do taxes differently. You know, we are, our Arkansas is one of the highest states in the nation at centralized spending. It's we remarkable how much. 80% of our money goes to Little Rock. Yeah. 20% goes to our communities. States like Texas, uh, Tennessee, Florida, they're more in the 40 to 50% of the money goes to Little Rock, and the rest of it goes locally at the county level. Now, just think, where, where are the lobbyists going to go when we quit sending all the money to Little exactly. Rock? Exactly. Exactly. Where's the municipal league going to go with their cup in hand looking for handouts for bureau hacks when yeah. it's all local? Yeah. And, Interesting. And, and just take that money back locally. You know, we, we are 80 percent of our money comes to Little Rock and then they decide Little Rock then decides and not necessarily the legislature, because when we have oh, a, there's a lot of bureaucrats when, in charge. Well, yeah, when we have a billion dollars in surplus, the rep, the legislature doesn't control that. Right. When we have rainy right. day funds, as, quick as evidenced by the funds. three million dollars to build a theater in Northwest Arkansas for my quality of life. My quality of life ain't changing with a three million dollar theater up in Northwest Arkansas. Well, your blood pressure's not getting That's less. right. I know that exactly. <laughs> you go get me some medicine. So we, <laughs> Call me an ambulance. <laughs> there, so we we talked during the break about how we lower the income tax. We know the states like Texas and right. Tennessee and Florida have no income tax. Chris is a big supporter of this. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I know our, many are. Our governor right. is, I think. I know right. Tim Griffin is. Right. Many of the people are. And I think people that pay income tax are in favor of it. Sure. But how do you get there? Right. What do you do? Good question. Well, the answer to that is to do what these other states like Texas and Tennessee and Florida do is turn that money back locally mm-hmm. and let local people decide how they want to spend the money. Right. Do you think they know best how they want to spend their money? Right. You know, the, the cities. And, not, and, and let me be clear. And not spend some money as well. Or not. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Well, how to best. Yeah. And again, the government that lo- that uh, governs best is one that's local. Right. You know, people can tell when your people are driving around newer cars and right. they should have bigger houses. Right. They're watching those things locally. Um, and I think it's a, it would take us years to make that transformation. Right. But we've got, that's a different way for us to approach our fiscal status in our state right. is to look at doing things differently. You know, when we're number five or six in centralized spending, let's get down to, the 30. Yeah, exactly. Let's get we're in the middle. Just in the hey, middle. let's shoot for mediocrity and actually <laughs> achieve that modest goal. Yeah. Right? We are number five on the wrong kind of scale. Yeah. We're on the wrong end of that scale. You know, when, when we have little communities, rural communities, we talk a lot about the Delta and our, more, our poorer communities. What happens to those poor communities when we sweep their money and take right. it to Little Rock? Right. Then they've got to get in line That's to right. try to get it back. Yeah, cup in hand. They can't hire lobbyists. That's right. They don't have the, the, the clout to be able to get quality of life That's issues. Right. That's and right. Their quality of life is a well. That's right. Their quality of life is a sidewalk. And you have, it's by the sewer. way, you have these state and local agencies literally hiring lobbyists with government dollars. Government, the municipal league, you, you know who that is? That's a group of people that re- represent m- municipal bureaucrats. You say, well, okay, well, if some municipal bureaucrat wants to dig in his pocket and give 50 bucks over to the municipal league, you know, that's the same way you're giving 50 bucks to, say, the Republican Party. Oh, no! Oh, no! 
You know who's paying the dues for the municipal league for right. that for that bureaucrat to uh, be represented by a lobbyist in the legislature to reduce the obligations of workload and FOIA responsibilities for municipal workers for municipal bureaucrats. You're paying for it. I'm paying for it because they take the tax dollars to pay those dues to lobby the legislature to against the citizenry. You know, one of the things people don't hear much about, the colleges did the same thing. Oh, they still do? No, they don't. Oh, they we, changed that rule, right? We, yeah, well, they, no. Well, tell they, me about They it. do, but I went to the college right. uh, lobbyist and said, guys, that's not right for you to do. I'm going to have a hearing right. in the fall. Like you can it. either change it voluntarily okay. or we'll have testimony. Okay. They came back to me a couple of weeks later, and it wasn't a big change. They just okay. changed the funding stream to take their private money to fund that rather than public money. Okay. But it's the right thing to do. But that's a good first step, David. Good first step. But let me yep. tell you, it ain't enough. No, not It ain't enough. enough. Well, we tried to pass okay. a bill like that, but it, I it, helped it, work on that bill. Yeah, it, it just uh, it was a little bit late in the session. That's right. That's exactly right. We didn't right. have chi- time to modify it. That's right. But it, it's going to come back up, and that's why that's I right. say, you know, we are trending well in the the legislature. We do have a majority of quote Republicans, but not of conservatives. Right. And I think we're trending that way. And I think my election in the Senate will go a long way Absolutely. to doing that. Yeah. Well, we're going to do the math. We're going to do the math. Zach, we'll take a break now. We're going to do the math right when we come back to show how instrumental just getting you elected will be for the conservative majority. This is the Dave Ellswick Show. I am Robert Steinbuck filling in for Dave on this Monday, the first day of Hanukkah. And what are we, two days out from Christmas? Two days out, yeah. Exactly. I'm going over Chris's house for, for Christmas, in fact. Uh, and uh, and a, you know, a week or so out from the New Year. So it's really... You know, I need to get you up to Jonesboro. Yes. And I'll feed you, too. You guys come up there and, I'm gonna do in it. January, and we'll, have, we'll do a remote up there. I'm coming. Have a lot of fun. I'm coming. I'm looking forward to coming up and campaigning for you. I mean that sincerely. I think it'll be wonderful. We'll get... We'll get Dave to come up. We'll get we'll we'll, uh, we'll get all the folks. You yeah, I'm know? gonna tell folks how you and I met because exactly. Robert, I never didn't know who Robert was. <laughs> yeah. and I'm in the legislature, and, and of course we had that free speech bill that right. happened at Arkansas State University. <laughs> That's right. And I'd met with several people with, about a free with speech the TSU, bill. TSU, TSU, yeah. something I forget that. Yeah, but we we yeah. talked. But, I was talking to those folks, and I thought I had a free speech bill. And I sent it over to uh, Senator Ballinger and Senator Hammer and you. Right. And I get this email back. And folks, uh, Robert emails just like he talks. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> All there, caps. All caps, there baby. Were, there were several. What kind of bill is this? This is no free free speech bill. And there were several other words in uh-huh, there. Uh-huh. But I thought to myself, who in the world is this guy uh-huh. talking to me like that? Uh-huh. Well, then we met, and I'm so thankful for having met you. Well, because I'd, you've helped me learn about freedom and helped me learn about what our Constitution is. And I'm, I appreciate that. Well, but and, we're, you're an advocate for our Constitution. Absolutely. And freedom for people. Absolutely. And, 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 and give yourself a little bit more credit there. Dan uh, was uh, sending around uh, a bill that had been offered up to him, the substance of, uh, to, to pursue these ends by some folks that were trying to play a little fast and loose with their definition of free speech. And right. Dan was simply saying, well, I'm, I'm for the free speech on campus and fixing that problem at ASU. And here's something that someone shared with me. Uh, and 
you know, I, I think it might be okay, but let's have a conversation right. about it. And the point was that Dan had the right motive and the right incentive to begin with, and he was given this product and simply was starting a conversation. And I pointed out, yeah, those people are not for free speech. Yeah, and Dan quickly, yeah. he looked it over and he said, well, I agree. Yeah, I agree. Clearly, clearly yeah. pointed it out. Right. But but folks, that's what it's all about. Those kind of discussions happen all the time in the legislature. That's right. You have legislators who are bold. Right. And they will stand up, and we right. need people like Robert and others, well, that's kind and, and of citizens I know around the state that that's right. I talk with that are experts in their area. That's right. We as legislators have to have the boldness and the clarity of thought that's right. to know who those people are and then to stand up. That's right. Regardless of who's on the other side. And, uh, you know, that's that's what we do continually. Well, and, and you... To continue. Y'all got something passed, too, didn't you? Oh, you got something passed. We got an outstanding bill. Exactly. Dan was uh, at, on the ground floor. He was a, a co-sponsor of that bill yeah. with, with Hammer and Ballinger. Mm-hmm. And, and the, that was one of the few bills that the governor signed in a ceremony, because right. you know, a lot of them they just sort of sign yeah. in, in yeah. their office. Uh, that had, I think it had either universal or near universal. Yeah. good stuff. Uh, I actually went to Washington, D.C. Right. when President Trump signed the executive order. That kind of mirrored, kind of mirrored our that, bill, right? yes, that's yeah. right. and said these, and that was why we got invited. Right, Arkansas got invited right. because our bill was right yes. in line with what the president wants to do. Mm-hmm. And it was one of the early bills. Texas passed a similar uh, bill mm-hmm. into law, yeah. and I, I saw on the on the Twitter gram that uh, <laughs> uh, the the good governor down there was saying, "Look what we passed." And I somewhat jokingly wrote back on the yeah. Twitter. I mean, it was not directed to me, but right. I wrote back. Arkansas did it first, or at least before Texas. Yeah. And, and Turning Point USA. Yeah, turning Point, that's it. Yeah, they had a big convention the other day. That's right. The and and the president speaking. was there. Yes. That's nice. Right. That's right. It stemmed out of the Turning Point lawsuit. That's right. Against yeah. ASU. Yeah, Ashley Hogarth. That's uh, right. Tried to that's set right. up a table at ASU, and some jackbooted cops ripped down that table and yeah. said, you're not allowed to have free speech. Right. We got a free speech zone. You know, it's the size of a nickel on the back end behind the dumpster, and it's a free speech zone. And you know where, what a free speech zone is? It's called America. That's right. That's a free speech zone. Yeah. And America. When we, when we call people on that, right. and we sit down and say, look, this is, violates our That's Constitution. Right. That's right. There aren't many people that say, well, no, it doesn't. That's We're, right. Not in Arkansas. That's right. You know, in Arkansas, when we say our Constitution, you're taking away our freedom, our Kansans stand up. That's right. Same right. thing on the Second Amendment. Well, you know, you know we, people, right. Arkansans will stand up and say, you're taking my gun. That's right. You're telling me I have to run. Right. Arkansans don't run. That's right. That's exactly That's right. right. You know, uh, I actually I saw Kim Hammer recently and he had a bill that he introduced. I think you you were either a co-sponsor on it or you were going to, to sponsor, but it was very late in the session. And this bill um, extends our free speech protections. Interestingly, you know, that the First Amendment only protects us so much and so uh we're going to talk about when we come back after the break we're going to talk about this bill and how we need to in arkansas to be at the front of protecting free speech yeah because we're going to talk about uh what's it jk rollins zach help me out there right yeah jk rollins and this whole controversy that stemmed from the fact that she's a lefty by the way she's a lefty and this controversy stemmed from the fact that she said listen if you're trans, uh, I don't, I don't, is it transsexual? I'm not even sure the full word. That's why. I, was Transphobic? 
Which are no, transphobic is like they, oh. they say that you're against them. Right. Transgender. Transgender, I think it is. Thank you. So if you're transgender, um, she said, whatever, you know, do whatever you want. Be yourself, right? But she, she st- said, and this got her accused of being transphobic, Zach. Uh, she said, but if you were born a man, uh, you can do whatever you want. I still figure you're a man. And she, uh, you know, the, the the fire of hell came raining down on her. And if you're a government employee and you say something like that, under the law today, you can be fired. But not under Hammer's bill. Not under Hammer's bill. And we're going to talk about that after we come back from this break. This is the Dave Ellswick Show. I am Robert Steinbeck filling in for Dave on this Monday. In the studio, we have Chris Corbett and Dan Sullivan. Dan, um, we're picking up where we left off. Uh, We're talking about conservative values and conservative politics. And during the break, you said something that I thought was very interesting. Uh, And you were saying that uh, John Cooper is rather proud that he was able to pass a bunch of bills and don't get me wrong. First of all, you were a, an original co-sponsor of probably the most successful bill in the legislature last session. That's a, the free speech uh, mm-hmm. on campus bill. You were an original co-sponsor of that bill. You met with Ashley Hogart from ASU. You met with the ASU folks. You met with uh, um, all of the folks on both sides of these issues. But in any event, in, in addition to being uh, uh, an original co-sponsor of that very successful bill, uh, you know, John Cooper is proud that he passed a bunch of bills. O- almost every one of his bills is a is a lefty liberal bill. Well, and they're, you know, I what I will speak to you know, some of the bills that I didn't pass mm-hmm. are huge. Right. You know, the scope of practice bills right. for CRNAs, for right. advanced practice nurses. Right. Those are huge. That's right. You know, um, um, school choice bills or That's freedom right. of education, educational right. freedom bills. You know, we had a issue just recently uh, where a young lady in in Jonesboro has a homeschool. She has 17 autistic kids wow. from about five to 17 years old. And DHS comes in and says, cease and desist. Right. And there, she says, well, what do I do with my kids? Well, right. put them in school. So you're going to put 17 severely oh autistic kids back in school. Oh my so I said, where's the policy for that? They said, well, we don't, I don't know what it is. I said, well, then you can't cease and desist these guys. Right. So to make it a short story, it ends up that, that DHS backs off and says, let's that homeschool operate as a homeschool. But you have to be favorable and strongly favorable to uh, the freedom of education that people have. Right. So that's one of the differences. That when, you, when you fight for freedom, you're going to lose a few times. You don't give up the fight. But you stand strong for freedom. Well, if you just take the easy path Chris, and whatever bills people pass to you, yeah. you can pass whatever you want. Chris will tell you. Chris told me a, a, a thousand times because he takes a lot of underdog cases, and he said a lot of attorneys that he knows will say, "Well, I've got a you know ninety two percent success rate." And Chris's response, there was a great line. He said to me, "He goes, 
That means you ain't taking the tough ones. That's right. You're not, yeah, you're <laughs> That's not, right. exactly right. right. You're not in the battle. Right. Yeah. If you're in the battle right. for freedom. Exactly. Uh, you know, just no different than when our country was established. We fought for freedom. That's right. We lost a few. That's right. We just won more than we lost. This is not Nerf ball. No. Right, you know? <laughs> yeah, that's right. This is not this Nerf ball. This is hardball, baby. This is it, baby. This yeah. is hard. You, you better catch get one. in it. You catch one in the face that's every right. now and then. That's right. You got to take one in the gun every once <laughs> in a while. You know, one of the things I think people ought to ask their legislators, what did you fight for and lose? Exactly. Because that's the character of a person, a man or that's woman. Right. That's where your character, what did you fight for yeah. and lose? And what did you do when you lost? And, and, and by the way, the, like bill that that you, the, the bills that you were pushing, where'd they come from? Yeah. Did it come from some rich lobbyist, silver yeah. spoon lobbyist? Or did That's it come from, question. or are you going out like Dan Sullivan, meeting with Ashley Hogarth, the student at ASU who had the jackbooted cops coming up right. on her and, and shuffling her out into the nickel yeah. size free speech? Yeah, zone. she had a sign up booth. Right, hey, you want to sign up for ASU? Is my alma mater. Right, nice. right. And just I, in defense of those guys, uh, yeah, yeah. they worked well with us. And they, they did were, do that. They I were will grant when they escorted Ashley out. Uh, well, that part I don't know one way or the other about. But they had a bad policy right. and, it, and it needed fixing and it got fixed i just wonder if it was right next to those free t-shirts the credit card applications yeah exactly the, they got yeah. to stay right they, they, they got to stay exactly exactly <laughs> no look uh, uh, it brings up the broader point that i mentioned i think before the break which is we need as Ar- arkansas needs to be on the forefront of free speech I, I think Arkansas is such a wonderful state. It's like a hidden gem, you know, the, yeah. what we the diamond state, right? You know, because we can find yeah. these hidden like diamonds it. in the earth. Well, the state itself is a hidden gem in many respects, right? Because we are cutting edge on, on many things. Not everything. Not everything. But we were cutting edge, for example, on free speech on campus. The First Amendment certainly gives us certain guarantees. But I was saying before the break, you know, if you're a government employee, you go home at night, you get in your footsie pajamas, and you, and you get on the Facebook, the Insta post, all those things, right? <laughs> Sounds comfortable. Exactly. And you write, you say, you know, I agree with J.K. Rollins. This is what somebody might write. Let's just assume it. I'm not saying it's right or wrong. By the way, part of the reason I'm not saying it, why, why, whether it's right or wrong, right. I'm a government employee. Oh, good point. I can be fired. Oh, good point. I can be fired. So, um, uh, government employee writes on their Facebook, I agree with J.K. Rollins uh, about transgender, that th- they're free to do what they want, but don't tell me what the biology is. Don't right. tell me what is a boy or what is a girl, and here's what I think is a boy, and here's what I think is a girl, or a man, a woman, whatever word you want to use for the same notion. You know that if you're a government employee, including me, you can get fired for, for saying that at home, at night, on in your footsie pajamas, on your Facebook or Ooh, your Instagram. Interesting. On your Insta post, right? And, you know, and we talked about, you know, being Arkansas, being first. You know, right. I was a St. Louis boy. Right. And flew down to Jonesboro, Arkansas. Right. And played basketball there at, 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 nice. at ASU and just fell in love with the state. Yeah. You know, we may not be the first in in economics, we may not we may be high tax, we may be all these things. Right. What we can do is be first in freedom. That's right. You know, we can and be. This is we, freedom. There's that's right. nothing that stops us. From, there's no cost. There's, there's no financial no cost. cost to, to right. Good point. And you know, we can do that whether it's in economic freedom, right? Whether it's in educational freedom, right. whether it's in Second Amendment freedom, First Amendment freedom, Amen. Uh, seventh Amendment freedom. Amen. I don't know where you were on that. Uh, debate over the the jury trials and tort reform but we can be first in yeah. freedom yeah, yeah. for protecting people's right. rights right we can be first in in the 10th amendment when we talk about right. those powers we don't give to the to the government 
Those are mine. That's right. I own those. Exactly. And government can't take them away. There's well, nothing that they pro- shouldn't be able to take them away, right? That's well, the point. They, they can if I let them. Hey, that's the point. Remember, Chris? Right? Oh, we yeah. talk, Chris and I were talking about that very point, which is you can have all the rights in the world. They ain't nothing if you don't enforce them. That's right. right. If you don't have a legislator that's lost in a battle for right. that, you need to ask your legislator yeah, what's he what doing? in the world they're doing. What's he doing? You know, because we can be question. more free. Yeah. And we can stand strong for our freedoms. Right. And we need the listeners to go vote. You want to hear about some mission grid? Uh, I, I was talking about Bob Ballinger, and I said, you know, there's this uh, um, uh, cop. He's a cop in, well, I won't say where, um, but a, 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 a big um, police department. And he's also a student at one of the universities. And he would come after work in uniform. And in uniform means with your gun. You're not allowed to wear a uniform without a gun. Uh, and he would come right from work in uniform. And they told him, well, you can't wear your gun. And he said, but I'm a cop. Yeah. And they said, yeah, but you're coming, you're off duty now, right? And he goes, yeah, but I'm still a cop. And... By the way, the law as it was written allowed him to carry the gun, but they said, well, and he brought the law in, and they said, well, we don't read it that way. So instead of getting into that bureaucratic fight, I told this story to Bob Ballinger, and the next day, he passed a bill. Well, we sat down, it was maybe a few days, and we sort of worked something out. We got some language together, right, you know, and we coordinated, and then um, uh, we, uh, he introduced that bill, and boom, passed a law. Why? Fighting for freedom. Fighting for freedom. Yeah. And that's the most important thing we can right. do right now. And again, right. the election's coming up March 3rd. March 3rd. And there are some clear um, delineations between those who are fighting for your freedom. That's right. And those that are fighting for a bigger government. That's right. And, you know, we talk about this frequently, small government, big government. Right. And it's real. That's right. You know, oh, when, it's, it's when very you get, real. When you get bills passed down that make government bigger and right. generally that's because we give them more of your property oh you mean adding a guarantee 0.5 percent in the constitution to my property is that what you mean Dan? exactly yeah and you know when we start thinking about you know we would we would really put up a throw a fit if somebody come and came and said i'm going to take half of your yard right or i'm going to take your right. living room right or i'm going to uh, take your bathroom right. away from you. That's right. We would absolutely throw a fit. We of would say, that's my property. Of course. Folks, your money is your property. It's the quintessential. It. Yes, yes. And it's, it was a key discussion point when the framers wrote the things they did right. to protect your property. Right. And we need our voters to step up and start looking at legislators' voting records. You know, the question you asked is really a good one. Where'd the bill come from? Yeah, exactly. Who brought that to you? Exactly. You know, I, I hope I'll have people who are listening today who will shoot me an email and say, Dan, right. I want to talk to you. That's right. Uh, when are you going to be in Little Rock? That's and right. Let's sit down and talk. Right. Because I sit down almost every day with someone and talk about legislation. Right. Matter of fact, I was driving down the day and someone had a really good idea about some reform. And I said, look, you write, the, write it up in a paragraph. Right. I'll get with the Bureau of Legislative Research, and we'll sit down together and we'll talk about it. Yeah. It's a really gr- good idea. Those BLR folks, by the way, just as an aside, uh, they are great people. They do some really great work. Yeah, they are, and, yeah. they're, and they're very faithful yeah. uh, to our Constitution That's right. and to their oath that they take that's right to protect my rights as a legislator that's right because there's a lot of good conversations that go oh, that's on right there. that's right that's Very right transparent but that's right again it's up to the it's up to the people that are listening today and again you can go to my website sullivan for arkansas uh facebook page two and just drop me a note and if you have some issues you want to talk about and if you disagree all the more let's Bring sit down on. and talk Bring it on. one of us is wrong <laughs> 
And exactly. I, and I've been wrong, just like when I met you, that, Robert. Well, I, I was wrong. Well, you know, they all joke, and they say, you know, I, 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 I was wrong that time. I thought I was mistaken, and I wasn't. <laughs> now, I've been wrong plenty of times well, there, as well. There are shades of wrong. There's, there's good, and there's a little bit better. That's right. And that's there's right. things that are bad, and there are things that are worse. Right. And, and that's a, a, one of the best parts about our Constitution and, and our nation is that we can sit down and discuss those ideas. And you were talking about the issues of transgenders and that issue. You know, our Constitution is big enough to protect all of us. That's right. It's big enough to protect everybody. That's Amen, brother. And I want to say, I always, I I don't know, I try to always say when we talk about some of these, those types of social issues, that every human being in this state, in this country, deserves respect, whether or not you agree with them, doesn't matter. And so uh, it's one thing to say uh, th- that's sort of the J.K. Rollins position, which I which I respected, which she was saying, look, it's not for me to decide. I'm a I'm an author. What do I have to do? Right. But I'm allowed to make a decision for myself as well about what I believe in. And that's that tension. We need to be respectful of all individuals. Uh, go ahead. Yeah. You know, that's God asked that of us, too. That's right. It's another reason I believe in him. That's right. And I believe that he granted us those rights. But with rights come responsibility. Amen. And that responsibility is to love and care for everyone. That's right. Uh, we can discuss how or, or disagree how we go about that. That's right. But that's what we're commanded to do. And that's what we have to do. And I think I think as a legislator, it's our duty to do that, to make sure that we, you know, a lot of people don't understand that we don't take a oath to represent them. We take an oath to represent our, to stand up for our constitution. Exactly. That's what we're bound by mm-hmm. is that oath. And we want to represent you and we want to do what's right, but that's our oath. Mm-hmm. And our oath, uh, again, goes back to those, those God given rights. I know we've talked about that so much, but Folks, it's so important. There's it's, it's nothing critical. more important than that. No, it's it's absolutely critical. Um, so let's take a break, Dan, and uh, before we run into the the hard break, and then we'll come back for a few minutes, and then we'll be in our uh, last half hour. This is Robert Steinbuck filling in for Dave Ellswick on the Dave Ellswick Show. We are in the studio with Chris Corbett and Dan Sullivan, and we've been talking mostly with Dan about his uh, campaign against John Cooper and how Dan hopefully will be the next uh, senator from uh, a state senator, of course, from uh, Craighead uh, County. And uh, what, by the way, what is it? I, I always lose term, uh, lose track of the terms. It's called a district, right? Whether it's a rep or it's a, a congressional. Or, I'm sorry, it's a it's a senate district. Senate district. Right. What is it for your rep seat? It's also called a district. Called a district, but right. for a rep district. Yes. Okay. A, a senator has about ninety thousand. Right. A house representative represents about thirty thousand. Gotcha. So, and what's the the Senate district that you're running? What number is that? Twenty one. Twenty one. Okay. Yes. And that's is it basically Craighead County? Uh, it's almost all of Craighead almost, County. Yeah. There's a couple of carve outs right. in, in areas, but right. it's really one of the smaller uh, districts in the state. And listen, I'm really glad to have yeah. this conversation yeah. because a lot of people don't understand what how Arkansas government right. is distributed exactly and what it's made up of. So there are 35 senators mm-hmm. and district 21 is one of them mm-hmm. and it's part of craighead county mm-hmm. one of the larger districts in the state mm-hmm. more metropolitan area mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. there are a hundred house members mm-hmm. and that's divided up again among um with about thirty thousand people so my dist- my house district where i currently serve 
is a small corner of Craighead County. Right. And now And roughly a third of a third. the senatorial district. Yes. yes. Who are the other two uh, house folks in what hopefully will be your senatorial district when you beat sure. John Cooper? Brent Smith okay. is one. Jack Ladyman mm-hmm. is, and Dwight Tosh. Mm-hmm. All three of those men have par- parts, parts of, of my yeah. that district. And, and, you know, we've worked really closely together Great. on a lot of things and supported one another. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just that's incumbent upon a... Uh, house member to work with the people that are of course with you of course you know you're you're promoting issues and ideas right. that promote your city and your that's county right. that's right so it's real important we've had a, a great group that group has been very conservative in their votes mm-hmm. and uh all, we all went in at the same time and we've all voted very close on very many things mm-hmm. but we work together and talk through those issues that's great all republicans and that'll be in, well it'll be incumbent upon uh, our senator to do that, and right. that's not been the case. Right now, have, have the four of you had much communication previously with John Cooper over over the years? Uh, not much. Not much. Yeah, you know, I, yeah. I don't, I don't that's think, a problem. I don't think any of us sponsored any legislation with John this wow. time. John got upset with our Republican Party recently, and uh, you know, as several Republican committees—not the Republican Party, our committee—yeah, yeah, our committee wrote up a uh, a draft resolution that. We, this is what we stand for. Right. We stand for the platform. Here's the right. platform. And John got sure. upset in a meeting and um, did not want that to be voted on and passed, a resolution asking us to to stand by our Republican platform. Well, of course he doesn't want to because and, he doesn't stand by it. Well, he doesn't six, stand it, by Republican values, conservative well, it took, values. It took a two-thirds vote to pass that. Is that right? And two-thirds of the people voted on it. And John compared that resolution, non-binding, you don't sign it. You right. don't take a pledge. Right. You just get a sort of a letter handed to you. Right. John compared that letter and our Republican committee to the Politburo, <laughs> and you know, that so that's the relationship that is currently in place. That's dysfunctional. Yes, it yeah. is, and yeah. uh, you know we it's we need to work together. And although I don't agree with everything our local city council does. Sure. Uh, I do visit with them. Sure. I do talk to our mayor. Right. And Good matter of fact, we openly and politely disagree on sure. several things. Sure. But that's critical to our our form of government. Uh, that's and, called a conversation. Yes. You know, that's yeah. when you disagree on something, you have a conversation. It's yeah. not, this is not talk about Politburo. These are not diktats from the Politburo. Uh, I related, I think you were already here earlier, how my father lived in the Soviet Union. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's Politburo. I know Politburo. Yeah. That ain't no Politburo when the Republican Party simply says, this is our platform, and we would like people who are calling themselves Republicans to act consistent with it. Yeah, and if you're going to support our president, stand up and say it. That's right. You know, that I, I support our president right. and lower taxes. Right. I support our president and fighting against red flag laws. I support our president in, you know, in the other issues that are pertinent to the citizens of Arkansas. And if you disagree with them, and I do on some issues, of course. then we just disagree. Of course. But let's be... Let's be open and honest That's where right. we stand and what we do. That's right. You know, one of my pet peeves is when people are not open and honest. And you brought this up earlier when we had our initial introduction, which is I, the point of having a, a conversation where you disagree with somebody is that both parties can walk away more informed. But if it's only you're talking behind someone's back, 
then nobody learns from that, and there's no improvement. That's just that's kind of bitter and sniveling, and it's disingenuous. Uh, that's sheep uh, uh, in uh, or wolf in sheep's clothing behavior. So that's just not that's not good behavior, and it's, it's not good government. It's not good government to at the, all. To the to the um, politician side, the politics side, right. to the people side, exactly. And the people just again they. The, all the polling, I think, if, even if you do it nationally, says, I just want my legislator to be who he says he That's is. That's it. That's it. Mm-hmm. Hold that thought, Dan. We're going to take a break. But when we come back, uh, we've we've seen something rather unusual uh, right now, and that is Chris Corbett being somewhat quiet. Um, <laughs> and so we're going to come back to Chris Corbett on the flip side. Chris has not decided whether he's going to run for office. I want him to run for office. So we're going to ask him some policy questions as an, merely as a citizen. But hopefully those policy perspectives one day in the near future will be part of Chris Corbett's platform if we can twist that arm. That's a, that's a strong arm, though, so I'm going to need some help from people like Dan. So with that, we'll take a break now. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 